Hello and welcome to the Drink In Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek out. You're listening to episode number 174, Super Mario Brothers, the movie, featuring Metazoa's fourth anniversary IPA and Mullet Four Days by Summit City Brew Works. With your host, Dustin, Saf, and Keith. Alright guys, welcome. This is episode 174, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, with our new show format, normally we'd be drinking beer right now, but we literally just started recording a couple of our intros, and we, since we're doing this whole separated by walls recording, we're drinking full 16-ounce pours, and we need a break <laughs> between drinking beer. So we'll just stop the uh, uh, episode halfway through or so, and we will pour some more beer, but until then... We got ourselves a movie, boys. Greatest movies of all time. Yeah, I was going to say, do we want to call this a movie or just forget <laughs> it ever happened? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, this was released in May 28th, uh, 1993. Uh, the budget was $48 million and the box office made $20.9 million. It was a bust of all busts. Especially since in the same time frame, you had movies like Jurassic Park and uh-huh. Leprechaun and uh, Two Guys and a Girl in that lawyer film with Tom Cruise. Uh, you can't handle the truth, that one. As good as it gets? No, that's not that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know that film, Demi Moore and... Uh, I can't remember Jason Alexander about. and Jesus Christ. I one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies. I can't even <laughs> think of the name of the movie. But in a time where those movies were so good, <laughs> then we have this. All right. Uh, I actually like I got the Jurassic Park vibes when the movie started. I'll tell you what. Probably because it was in 93. Yeah. I will say I mentioned this on our Jurassic Park episode, but I saw this and Jurassic Park at a drive-in back-to-back. Uh, but I wasn't allowed to watch Jurassic Park because c- I was too young, so I only watched the Mario <laughs> part of the dinosaur uh, duo movies. Uh, right. While I we're saying my parents won't let me watch Jurassic Park either, so. While we're doing this episode, can I have the music going around? The background music? Do-do-do-do-do-do. No, not that one. No. It was Jurassic Park. That's all two songs I know. <laughs> no, the, the, of the movie, if you notice, it had the same theme song through the entire thing. Yeah, it's like it was Alan Alan Silvestri did the composing, and he's done like a lot of good movies. Yeah, but I think he just was like, "This movie sucks. I'm just going to use the same score <laughs> recycled throughout every scene." <laughs> It, it literally was that. It's like No matter what was happening, it's a dramatic moment. It's so like I I made notes, honestly, and I was like, this is fucking Looney Tunes, man. Like I can't handle it. Like, oh, they're going to a job. 
the chick's about to get punched in the face by that bully. Do 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 do. Car breaks down. Do 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 do. It's like, come on, man. Like, come. But it's nice that Alan Silvestri did. I didn't realize that. So the the on repeat was done with quality, but it was still the same damn. Yeah, it was a good song, but it was not used appropriately. Right. All right. So a little bit about the movie, Keith. Because I'm I'm a little dumb. Yeah. Yes, uh, this movie was a 1993 American science fantasy adventure comedy film, loosely based on the Mario video game series by Nintendo. The film. Oh, you said loosely a comedy. (laughs) (laughs) That too. (laughs) 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 Just have that shit playing in the background this whole episode. Yeah. Loosely a film. Uh, this supposed film was directed by the <laughs> husband and wife team of Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jenkel, written by Parker Bennett, Terry Runte, and Ed Solomon, and distributed by Walt Disney Studios through Hollywood Pictures. Its story follows the Mario Brothers, played by Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo, in their quest to rescue Princess Daisy, played by Samantha Mathis, from a dystopic parallel universe ruled by the ruthless president koopa played by dennis hopper given a free creative license by nintendo the screenwriters envisioned the film as a subversive comedy with a weird and dark tone similar to ghostbusters the setting was primarily inspired by super mario world with other elements drawn from fairy tales and contemporary american culture released on may 28 1993 the film was unsuccessful critically and financially grossing 20.9 million domestically against a budget of 48 million. Reviewers praised the film for its innovative special effects, creative artistic direction, and the performances of its actors, but criticized the confusing narrative, lack of similarity to the games, and inconsistent tone. Mario creator Shigeru Miyamoto opined that while there was an effort to put into the film, the end result tried too hard to replicate the game series. What aspect? Yes. Yeah, the, the suits <laughs> after an hour into the movie, maybe. Yeah, uh, some of the, the characters' names. names were similar. Yoshi. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have the timestamp. It was an hour and six minutes in before they had their iconic colors, and at that point, I knew it was, was over an hour. Thirty-seven minutes left of the movie. <laughs> and you think at the, the music beginning would have changed at that point to like, dee, 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 dee. but no. It does <laughs> open with that song, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, at the uh, beginning of the movie, Luigi has a red shirt on and Mario has a green jacket on. I was like, what is happening? Yes. <laughs> this is why <laughs> oh, backwards. <laughs> yeah. And Mario's got a girlfriend in the movie, Daniela. And the only reference to Daniela in the entire Super Mario universe is this movie. <laughs> yeah. So, so no, I read that in the script, her middle name is Pauline. Oh. Pauline is the, uh, in Donkey Kong. Yep. The original Donkey Kong, who is kidnapped by Donkey Kong. I, I literally, like, I was taking notes while uh, I was watching this. I started at work kind of like a, in the background so I can get through it, but then I watched the rest of it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started taking notes, and I, I don't have the notes when I was at work, so I left them at work, but I do have notes from when I was watching it today. And I basically started off with, 
oh, this hippie who is a geologist is the protagonist? And then she's like, <laughs> oh, her name's Daisy. They got an ugly girl to play the princess. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. 93, she could have been good looking. I didn't think she was ugly. I just think she was probably cheap. Like, <laughs> she was an unknown actress. So, yeah. Yeah, they could. You're good enough. Here, here's yeah. the job. I mean, the, hell, they had to pay Bob Haskins and uh, John uh, Liguizamo the money, right? He, they, Those two yeah. are big names. And Dennis Hopper at the time. At the time, yeah. Uh, who here thought that Dennis Hopper's character was Bowser based on his appearance before you found out his name? Uh, only because I saw the movie before. Oh. <laughs> right. But um, I mean, like, I was just like, no. I was thinking about like characters and I was like, oh, he's got the spiky like hair every which direction. I'm like, could that be Bowser? Like, I was trying to draw connections <laughs> yeah, to how terrible these these appearances are versus with the names of the characters. And I was like, I don't fuck Spike and Iggy. Those don't fucking look like them at all. <laughs> no. No. So, or Toad. Or Toad. <laughs> and they fucking like kill him off early in the movie too they de-evolve him yeah i thought that maybe there would be like at the end of the movie like a uh a re-evolve him like turn him mm-hmm. back or you know turn everyone back and no it didn't happen no the only person who was returned to person status from the de-evolution was the king <laughs> That's yeah. true. So they can do it. Yeah, but he did it like naturally. Yeah. It just did it. Oh, there was like a curse a, on a curse him. on According- him. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't. He was turned to he goo. Wasn't <laughs> he wasn't turned into a goomba. <laughs> yeah, he just the little fungus ball pooped him out into the chair. <laughs> he had one line. Yeah, he's like, oh, those plumbers are good. How the okay. Um. I, I'm not the first person to say this, but I drew a parallel line between President Koopa and a current president. <laughs> Similar look, and they're both not good people. Drawn a blink. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sarah looked it up, and there's a bunch of memes that like replaced Koopa's face with Trump's face. <laughs> it's the yeah, only thing that is that the, the only yeah the only difference is like the spiky hair. Is that the only difference? Basically, I mean, in certain comb it down to the side. (laughs) In certain images, Trump looks like he has the lines because, like, whatever comb he uses, like, creates lines in his hair. Oh yeah, Yeah. it would have been great if they actually got him to play it in that time frame. If he was Koopa, (laughs) it would be hilarious. Yeah, this movie would make millions. Millions. Those Mario Brothers are going down. <laughs> it's going to be huge. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, we have Mucky Mario and Lazy Luigi, and their last <laughs> and their last names are obviously Italian. Oh, well, let me finish up this last bit here before I get to the plot, oh, and then we can get realize. to some beers. I think we should be good. And then, oh, despite its poor reception, clearly. The film's producer and co-director have claimed that Super Mario Brothers gained a cult following in later years. In 2012, a webcomic sequel was produced by fans in collaboration with Bennett. 
It remained the only live-action film based on a Nintendo property until Pokemon Detective Pikachu in 2019. As of 2018, an animated Mario reboot film was in development by Universal Pictures through its Illumination division, with Miyamoto serving as co-producer alongside Illumination founder Chris Melodandre, with the film's release slated for 2022. Hopefully they have it's enough nice time that he, to get that right. Uh, he decided not to just give them full license to do whatever they want like they did the last time. Yeah. Right. yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay on as a producer, and you're going to have to <laughs> answer to like, me. Yeah, not just make a weird dual universe movie that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I think the way video games are, they've turned into their own movies, especially with the 3D animation and everything. It's like if you just take out the playing portion and just clip it together as a movie, that shit would sell. Just do that. Put it in the film. Cut scenes and stuff now. Yeah. Games have an actual story. And then you can build the game off of the movie, and then you could actually play in it thus increasing your sales and make it interactive. Hell, take your video game controllers to the movie theater and play along <laughs> on the big <laughs> Maybe not, but... Do you want to pause and get, get a beer, beer while he's barking? Yeah, we do that. All right. We're back, and I have my beer from Summit City Brewers, and it is called Mullets for Days. It is a New England IPA. They call it a triple dry hopped hazy IPA. And it comes in at 7.1% ABV. And there are no IBUs listed on Untapped. In fact, they don't even have the ABV, but it was written on the side of the can when I got it. Oh, good. Probably should have checked there first. It is really dark. Not really dark. Uh, more orange, but it's definitely hazy. You cannot see through it. Let's see if I can try the camera again if you guys want to see it. Sure. Probably just sounds like snapping, but in my head, that sounds like I'm snapping. <laughs> in I've lived that my whole life. Everyone's like, why are you making noise? I'm like, I'm drumming. It makes sense to me. <laughs> no one else gets it. Uh, yo. Hey, guys, this is Pale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pale. When'd you get here? Uh, based, based on a picture that I saw in Untapped, I'm hoping that it's number 16. I'm praying that it's number 16. Oh, there we go. We got some. We got some camera. Upside down. Let's try this way. Uh, the lag is horrible. <laughs> well, there's Dustin. That's where I set up. Oh no. Oh nope. Nope. Wait. I don't know what this there. is doing. I'm holding it up and I'm waiting on it to catch up. <laughs> it's like slow motion. Amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is awful. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Give it a second here. I'm going to really pick nice. it up. Yeah, it's like a dark orange. Yeah. I still stand by hoping it's number 16. That's really close, though. That's yeah, pretty dark. I like the color, though. I mean, it yeah. truly is orange. Yeah. It, it looks delicious. If, I, if I'm being honest, it's between 13 and 16. And I might be throwing 16 in there because that's what I want. 
<laughs> but it's it's in that same. Too I mean, bad it's not eighteen just to tie it into <laughs> Jurassic yeah. Park some more. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's not. I was gonna say it's. it's looked at colors. It is pretty ambery. I don't know. I like like Keith the side because Keith is the one who has it actually in front Got of him. Better image. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, I think it does have a little bit more oranger tint to it from what I keep seeing. Yeah. But I'm happy with Tanuki suit if you want to go 16. Let's do it. Might as well. It's a Mario. By the way, I've had the I've had the beer down for like five minutes and it's still being held up in the air. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Uh, I'm going to turn the camera off. It's a little piece of shit. (laughs) Use your camera, they said. Still holding it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've drank half of it by now. <laughs> oh, there I go. I put it down. All right. Enough of this shit. The smell. Hello? Oh, there he is. Yep. The smell is definitely um, New England style. It's very citrusy. Uh, up front on the nose, you get the, the notes of citrus. I know when I saw this, when I picked it up, this was one of their new ones that just came out. Um, so this was their attempt at a lot of the, the New England style because Summit City is not really known for that. It's more two Toms and Tom's thing. He makes all his hazy IPAs. Mm-hmm. So I was excited to try this one. And so far, I've not been disappointed. It's very citrusy up front, citrusy on the mouthfeel as well. Um, there's a little bit more carbonation to this one than the last one that I had. So hopefully that's good. Uh, I think this one was just canned better, but I know with this whole canning process that the way they do it, you're supposed to drink it probably within a week or two. And then it usually Usually, gets bad, but this one, yeah, it's really good. It's surprisingly, it rivals two times, but it still has that summit city brewers type taste to it. As you know, every brewery has their own taste because it goes in the same bats and the same lines. But it's really good. I'm enjoying this. It's it's very bitter. And I know that turns a lot of people off, but definitely on the back end, that bitterness sticks with you and stays with you. It's more that West Coast style, Dustin, that I know you like. Yeah. A little trop- more tropical. Good. Yeah. So it's a little bit more piney. There, there's notes of tropical in there, but it's got that that piney sense too, that West Coast style. So it's like a How West many... Coast, East Coast, <laughs> New England. <laughs> yeah. What, what would you guess is the IBUs? Uh, it's pretty bitter, pretty bitter. So, oh, we got a Mario reference in the fifties somewhere. <laughs> I don't think so. We don't have a lot of Mario ones. Yeah. Well, let's go sixty-four then. <laughs> yeah, sixty-four IBUs. I mean, pretty bitter. If we're being fair, not much of a difference can be told between the fifties and the sixties mm-hmm. blend together, you know. But now I have a goal to find Mario references. <laughs> <laughs> the number of seconds in the allowed it in the original game. Right. It's like 199 or something per level. <laughs> the speed run beers that go that high. I don't know. <laughs> the speed. I don't think we had any, but I'm sure there are. I thought they all stopped like after 100. 
Uh, you'd, you'd assume so. Has anybody said anything on Untapped on this? I don't know how. It's pretty recent, so. Um, I've seen just pictures. I don't really see. There are 43 ratings and an average of 4.01. 54 unique or 45 unique chickens. I've have I have three friends. Well, sorry, two friends, and one of them just checked in multiple times. Uh, Doug Edgar checked it in great again, four and a half. The original time, not as quite as good as the first day, four and a half. Uh, good to the last drop. Amazing, twelve bucks for a growler. So he had a lot of it. He checked it in each day, I guess, four and a half. Wow. It took him three days to finish the growler, and he checked it in each time to <laughs> rank how much he liked the growler. It's ridiculous. Uh, Patrick Doherty also uh, checked it in. Yep. Uh, solid IPA. He gave it a four. Yeah, that's, that's the only score. friend I had that checked it in. Yeah, I'm not really seeing a whole lot of comments. Uh, Kirby says I should stop tasting these because I am not a fan of dry hops. 225. Well, fucking don't. <laughs> don't buy them. Don't do it. Why check it in if you don't like them? I don't like beer, but I keep drinking it. I'm here to get fucked up. Oh, I got to read this one. Justin E says nice, fruity, and citrus flavors, sweet, and gave it a four out of five. But his picture is super. Liver six and it's like a super or super liver six and it's a Mario holding a beer. Nice. Uh, Melanie M is drinking it at home. Real good. All caps. Real good. Solid Imperial IPA. <laughs> but instead of citrus notes, I noticed some Dolce de Leche. Love it. I don't know if you're mm, drinking Dolce the de Leche bullshit. I don't know if you're drinking the right thing. It's kind of smooth, but I don't. I wouldn't say there's. That type of creaminess Car- to like it. Like a caramel flavor. I think Dolce de Leche is like a sweet yeah. cra- caramel. I mean, she does do the beers. I'll tell you what. She's at 1169 total, 978 uniques. So she knows the beers. Hmm. So I wonder a different batch or they got the labeling wrong and gave her the wrong beer. Could. Again, I don't know how old this is and how long it has been sitting if that affects i'm yeah. sure it affects the flavor but i mean it's been refrigerated the entire time it hasn't left the fridge since i bought it yeah uh she did have it two weeks ago and i noticed they did pull it off they do no longer have it on draft so whatever original keg they had they no longer have i definitely recommend this for you guys to try because i know dustin this is like right up your alley yeah very that west coast and Saf, I know you've grown accustomed to them. I wouldn't mind tasting that. I haven't been to Summit City in a long, long time. I thought about it the other weekend, but we were helping my but uh my brother move, and I was like, yeah, I don't really have time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did your brother move next door to me? No, he <laughs> no, moved opposite. Just had neighbors. Oh yeah. Now this is uh off of Vance over by Northside. Uh, very tasty salad IPA. He's drinking it in a mug that says the beast. He gave it a four. The beast. Uh, that was Richard Z. He's got puppers. X-Men reference. He's got puppers. 
Um, yeah, that's basically it. I think just scrolling through there, that's really the only text. So what does Keith say? I think I'm going to give this one a solid four. Just because it could go higher. It's a little bit older, but it's a little bit too bitter for my taste. I'm not a huge fan of these, but it for Summit City, this is amazing because um, we I've been drinking two Toms forever in his style of New England IPAs. That This is a really good entry, I think, by Summit City. Um, it's not really jumping on the craze because it's a little bit different. The triple dry hopped, it just really adds the hops to it, and that bitterness really, really comes through. Uh, which I'm not a huge fan of, but there are that notes of the citrus. And I don't know if the hops, I think over time as they set, it became more prominent over the citrus. Um, so I, I'm kind of confused just based upon a little bit of the age of it, but it's a solid four for sure. And I definitely would order this again next time I go, if they have it on draft. That's nice. It's it's very fitting you give it a four because it's mullet number four days. Mm-hmm. And the beer Dustin and I have is also has a four in it. Fourth anniversary. What? From Metazoa Brew. <laughs> I had uh, a stream deck with the icon air horn, but the button doesn't work anymore. I'm pressing <laughs> it and we don't hear the. I want to hear it. Let me find it. <laughs> no, you don't have to. Um, <laughs> but this one ties into Mario because this is the 35th anniversary this year of Mario. So we're doing our old big Mario year, at least every few episodes, a Mario-themed episode. Trying to. The can says, I'll just read that because I'm not on the document. Tasting notes. It's not every day you turn four. To celebrate four years of brewing great beer, we decided to make something special. The result is an IPA hopped with a blend of Citra, Mosaic, Simcoe, and Centennial hops. Four hops for the fourth year. I added that. That's not what they said. Cheers to four years at Metazoa Brewing Company. That's what the untap said, so you're pretty good. That's it. <laughs> yep. That's what I have in the document. I I read it line for line as you were doing it. Uh so the can is uh very bleak. It kind of reminds me of like a, a a layered cake, you know, there's uh uh an orange base, a white filling and then some frosting on top, some green. So it's like cake down here at the bottom, white icing and then a happy birthday written in green icing. I guess. I don't know. They seem to have a basic layout for their cans. They don't do anything special. They just kind of change a few things here and there. They change the colors, and this one they added balloons too. But yeah. um, for their special release beers, they kind of just have this basic thing, and they cut out the words and put new words in there, which is fine. Yeah. It's nothing special, but I don't. you're not going to see it really in a store anyway, so it's just something to... Give it a little pop on the shelves at the Metazoa Brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, it also says on here that it's 8% ABV and 40 IBUs, which is the 40-year-old virgin. We have that one quite often. 
<laughs> a lot of 40 IUBU beers. I said, I, I wrote a note. I said, we need another one. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to keep getting 40s, I don't, I don't want to keep saying 40 year old virgin. And I, I yeah, guarantee there's be something. I guarantee something Mario related. Yeah, I was going to say, I guarantee that the, there's a lot of 40 year old virgins listening to our podcast. <laughs> and they're really offended every single time. They're like, "Yeah, like comic books. What do you what what?" So yeah, we need a uh, a better reference. New one, a new one. Um, uh, color of the beer is that what we're on now? Yeah, I mean it's just as light as the other one, but a little bit darker, I guess. If we yeah, I was gonna say uh, hold it up to the a light. shade or two darker. Yeah, definitely not no uh, Harry Snitch, which I would really love to pull out. Really love to pull your hairy snitch out. Yeah, that's my jam. <laughs> that's why we have cameras. Oh wait, no. It's my side job. I'm. I might stick video game related at least and go number four. Yeah. Definitely. I was gonna Which say is... the other one would be Tales Tales, but that's not quite dark enough. Yeah, I think. I mean, that could go either way, but I'm gonna go with Scorpion on this one. Yeah. Get over here. Yes. Or as you made the joke in one of our previous episodes, stay away from me. <laughs> stay over there. <laughs> stay over there. Uh, friends for you for 40. It said during the bubonic plague. Oh, one of no. those many plagues we've had. It said that people had to quarantine for 40 days before they came out. So I can't handle the two months. For this episode, it'll work. <laughs> Well, there's the 40 days and 40 nights or that Josh Hartnett movie. Yeah. Yeah. Where so it's the Italian word for 40 is quarantana, hence quarantine. That's where the word comes from. Italian word for 40. Wow. So the nude 40 is quarantine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Very fitting. Okay. So I guess we can smell it. We've already taken several sips, but yeah. just to kind of get an idea. I am I'm I'm struggling allergy season to get a good sniff on things. It's very nothing's coming out for me other than like a faint pale ale smell. Um, I'm getting a little fruitiness, like uh, maybe a peach or something. Hmm. One of those kind of stone fruit, nectarine, something like that. But not a much else than that. Hmm. On the nose, right? Headphone fell out. Yeah, I don't. I I can. I think I can smell a little bit of it, but like I said, with allergies, it's just kind of making it real difficult. You really got to shake it up to get it, and you also have to drink it down so you have room to shake it. <laughs> exactly. That's why I've been trying to take more sips so I could uh, waft it a little bit more. Right, here we go. I drank a huge sip for the team. <laughs> for science. <laughs> for science. <laughs> Yeah, I can, I can, I mean, it's definitely coming through, but like I said, with the allergies, it's tougher, but yeah, it is, I mean, it is kind of, kind of fruity, kind of smells florally, but not as much based on the taste, which we haven't gotten to yet, but we can talk about the taste. Might as well. Let's uh, have our taste. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Does not watching. Yeah. Which reminds me, I still got to edit the other videos that we've had. We're like three episodes behind on videos don't edit them just put them up all full <laughs> I, I didn't plan on it i was just gonna do raw videos 
no one's gonna watch them anyway right <laughs> um probably cut out where we like had a break to go get something and yeah like <laughs> just, like, empty screen for five minutes <laughs> <laughs> high quality <laughs> um so i was going to say that it's a there's a like it's almost coats your mouth yeah for me anyway it's uh, it's thick it's got sure. a good flavor but it's it's yeah i like the combination of hops they used mm-hmm. citra mosaic simcoe and centennial and I, I think it has good flavor it's just there's like something a little different about it that i can't put my finger on yeah i don't it is definitely definitely like a, a thick style mouthfeel it just mm-hmm. it's like even like the bubbles if you're able to they kind of suspend a little bit in the action as they're floating to the top right um so it just seems like a thicker beer for some reason it's like drinking jello yeah there's <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of uh, hop flavor for sure, Uh, knowing that they have the four hops in there. Uh, And there's, I mean, honestly, I'm drinking fruit, like a, it's not quite a peach from the taste. It's definitely fruity, uh, definitely piney. Yeah, Um, for sure. A little bit of citrusy because they're using Simcoe uh, and Citra, right? They're using both of those. Um, yep. Yeah, Centennial. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, and Mosaic. Oh, I had a Mosaic. There's a little bit of the, little bit of Mosaic Moon in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Mosaic beer that I had, if you remember that one. Yes. Yeah. Definitely can taste that one. So I think I think that I'm not tasting the Mosaic. I'm tasting the Citra and the Mosaic. Uh, versus the, say that again i sorry uh i don't think that i'm tasting the simcoe as much as i was thinking i was but it's more of the mosaic and the citra uh, i think you, you said the first time i'm not oh, yeah. i don't think i'm tasting the mosaic i'm tasting the mosaic <laughs> <laughs> i'm not tasting the mosaic but <laughs> i am tasting the mosaic a lot of mosaic in this <laughs> the most mosaic i've ever tasted <laughs> uh, uh, Keith, you want to tell us what's on Untapped? Yeah, out of forty check-ins, it came in at a four point one five, so pretty high up there. All right, there seems to be a lot of fours involved with our episode. Mm-hmm. Forty check-ins, forty IBUs. It's the fourth anniversary. You got mullets for days. You put a four got ranking a four in there. Four. <laughs> are are we not coming up on our fourth anniversary? <laughs> We are coming up on a four-year anniversary <gasps> in a month or two weeks, actually. I think it already it may have already passed. May have already passed. Who knows? Uh, also, <laughs> there are, there are four of us here. Three of us talking. Pale just said his <laughs> and- name. Hey, I'm Pale. Hey guys, this is Pale. <laughs> There's hey, four Pale. of us. Hey, Pale, buddy. Where have you been, man? There's four of us. So, yeah. Oh, and our mascot, Spock. <laughs> and he has four legs. Oh wow! And you have four chihuahuas. I was gonna say I have four dogs, but I was like, wait, no, I have more than that. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but four of them are chihuahuas or chihuahuas. Uh, th- yeah, th- I think this is this is pretty strong. 
definitely in the West Coast style. Uh, I was anticipating, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, four-year anniversary. Let's go big or go home. I was like, yeah, they're going to make it like a New England style. Mm-hmm. It's not a New England style, according to the can. It's just like a right. I know, but that's like that's what I was expecting. Yeah, like, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, they're gonna be like cool and like yeah, it's gonna be hip. It's gonna be a four year anniversary. But this is like the hop hop anonymous or whatever. Yeah, this is uh, yeah you know, pretty solid. On it. Yeah, I don't have any friends that checked it in. No, the, a lot either. of the what people are saying. Uh, they just said great anniversary beer, pretty hoppy. The best one I found was Bill P. said, "I want to freeze it for the winter so I can skate on it, then thaw it in the <laughs> summer so I can drink it." <laughs> that was the best reaction I found on here. Everyone else said, "Great four year anniversary. I missed the first three. I'm going to try this every year." Blah blah. I think blah. that quote was from Elf. I want to freeze it in the winter or then skate it on it. Oh, I think that's from Elf. Might be. <laughs> what a what a putz. Come up with your own shit. <laughs> but we're talking we're talking a crappy movie and he cro- quoted a crappy movie, so there we go. Elf is a good movie. I like Elf. It's only good because John Favreau directed it. It's not that good. <laughs> and Will Ferrell is pretty good and it. it's probably one of his best movies. Well, because all his other movies are fucking terrible. Because he plays the same character in the mall. Yeah. This one, it works best for. <laughs> I don't know. We've had that movie where all his shit was thrown in the front yard. I thought that was a good movie. Oh, it's from Beer Fest. Oh, Beer Fest. Oh, that quote? Yes. I, okay. My, uh, that makes more sense. My opinion still kind of stands. <laughs> the shit quote. <laughs> I liked Beer Fest. Don't get me wrong, but. Yeah, I still like. I remember my first beer. Uh, oh, still my yeah. favorite. <laughs> uh, what's a ZJ? You know, you if you've never heard of it, you can't afford it. <laughs> uh, Hold on here. I'm gonna see if I can play this. Make it into ice blocks and skate on it, and then melt it in the springtime and drink it. <laughs> there it is. I gotta put my mic, my headphones back in. Perfect. Yeah, that's exactly what that was. Uh, I checked okay. it in already. Uh, Saf started last time, so I'll just go ahead. Uh, I said yummy, yummy in my tummy as my comment, <laughs> just because there's not a whole lot of comments for this. I gave it a 425. I should have just given it a 4. I should have just been a little bitch and said, this is a 4-year anniversary, it gets a 4. But it's better than that. Um, so I give it a 425. Uh, it's definitely in the, the citrusy... Uh, but it's sweeter than that, and so that's like kind of a, a plus. Like it was like West Coast only. Then I'm like, yeah, it's a four. It's good, uh, but there's just a little bit extra on top of that. Uh, that say, hey, you know what? I want to stand out a little bit. And then of course it had like you know all of the, all four of the hops to it, and it was kind of, it's a good balance. There is it's not overly hop. It's hoppy, but it's not overly hoppy. And there's no like clashing hop. You're like. Why did they like? Why did they do that? Like I've had beers where they threw in like seven hops and like yeah, fucking let's let's see where this goes. You're like, <laughs> I don't know more is better. More is better. Yeah. So yeah, I think four twenty five is is pretty applicable. I feel like I dropped the ball on not saying a four because it's the fourth anniversary, but 
it, it deserves well, I, better than that. Yeah. I picked up the ball for you and I did give it a four. <laughs> and basically all the things you said, except for there's a little aftertaste that is lingering for me. Yeah. And I, I think it's that pininess that I'm not enjoying so much, yeah. but the, definitely the hop flavors are good and the juiciness is on point. And yeah, I like all four of the hops. It's just, there's just a little bit that I wish mm-hmm. uh, the pininess or something wasn't there. I don't overall hate, good. Yeah. I don't hate that aftertaste though. That's, that's the West coasty right there. So sorry, not sorry. All right, let's get back to the movie. Let's go. As I pour the rest <laughs> of my beer into my cup. So I don't forget to drink it. I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at drink in geek out. You can also check our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, drinkingeekout.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content and previous episodes, and that is currently at patreon.com slash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. Uh, do you want to read this plot or just kind of go through it think, uh, how we remembered it i think we should just go through it how we remember it just like speed through it because it's bad yeah so when the, when the movie started is to read bad when the movie started it basically had a cut scene back like 65 million years ago the arbitrary timeline of where the dragons were or dragons the dinosaurs <laughs> were <laughs> animated in ms paint i'm pretty sure yes yeah I thought oh. th- that was like the whole cutscene in the beginning was like the best part of the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, these, this uh, looks realistic. Narr- I like it. Narrated by Dan Castellaneta from The Simpsons. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I saw his picture on IMDb and I was like, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> I know that voice. Um, but the important part about this, uh, intro um even though it's just kind of like a description of what happens in the world that we already know uh, a meteor crashes to the earth and destroys life but the meteorite is actually pivotal to the plot of the story so we get our first glimpse into what the fuck is going on kind of without knowing what the fuck is going on we get a meteorite legend legend has it that um Originally, when this movie was screened, it did not have that opening, and people were batshit confused by what was going on in the plot. So they had to add that little beginning <laughs> that says like sixty-five million years ago. Right. What I didn't understand is you had this meteorite crash, and then all of a sudden it jumps to the present, but like twenty years ago. Yeah, it jumps to twenty. It's it jumps from sixty-five million years ago to twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they like someone like drops off a instead of an orphan's basket, just like an egg <laughs> to an orphanage. <laughs> Big egg. And they're like, oh, sweet an egg. And all of a sudden, like the fucking baby hatches out of an egg. I was like, what in the fuck is going on? Kill it. <laughs> I don't know. I just it didn't make sense. Like, so this egg gets a uh, necklace. I, I was very confused as to who that that egg baby was i was thinking that maybe they had like a yoshi like 
It's like, oh, it's... yeah, Yoshi's the only thing in the games we see hatch from eggs. And we're so. like, oh, sweet. There's there's yep. the birth of Yoshi. I wonder what type of role that Yoshi's going to play in this. And then as soon as that cracks open, uh, it's a baby. And I didn't see a wiener flopping around. So I was like, <laughs> it must be an infant girl. So not Yoshi. Not Mario not... or Luigi. <laughs> yeah. nope. Not Yoshi. I was like, I don't know, I don't know who this baby is. Uh, the the nun is totally cool with it. She's like, this shit happens. So this happens all the time. Yeah. Babies are always hatching in here. <laughs> it's a looks like a baby. It'll be a baby. So this is your first time seeing the movie. Yeah, Justin. Yeah, yeah. It oh. Is. oh wow, it's the first time that I remember. I mean, I remember like twenty years ago or so. Not twenty years ago. Uh. It might have been like 25 years ago, like might have tried to watch it, but I was a kid. <laughs> like, I don't remember any of it. So this is, yeah, first time through it for me, technically. It's be like third or fourth, at least for me. You suffered? So I, I, I've definitely seen it more than once. And I, because <laughs> I, I remembered like everything that's coming up. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the part where she puts it between her boobs. Because <laughs> that's what I was thinking about when I was a kid. <laughs> I don't remember any of this. So, yeah, this is. <laughs> This is first impressions by the Duke. Like I have no idea. <laughs> I love it, <laughs> and I didn't understand. Like uh, the King Koopa was like, "I want this rock," and then all of a sudden, the, they're like, "Sorry, the baby's gone," <laughs> and then end the cutscene. <laughs> Those two dopes. Yeah, the two most annoying characters in film, I think. <laughs> yes, they're not as annoying as the two fucking people in Bond, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, I like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said that because I know you like them, Mister Winton, Mister Kid. Yeah. Uh, then we get to New York City, and you have uh, Mario making cereal or some shit in the kitchen. And Luigi's laying down on the couch watching television. And they're like trying to get jobs or something. The struggling life of the plumber in New York City in the 1990s. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Uh, but he's like, the, what was the show? Like the, the, the mysteries, unsolved mysteries or something. And they had Yeah, it had something to do with the... Was it the women disappearing? Yeah, there. Yeah, the mm-hmm. key key foreshadowing plot that I didn't pick up on until like ten minutes left of the movie. Because <laughs> Mario's like, "Oh, you're the missing women." I was like, <laughs> "What missing women?" I don't remember anything about that. So then, all of a sudden, that's why that line had, had to be added because it's like at, by the time eighty minutes into this movie, I don't remember anything about missing women from the first yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah, you're still confused about the egg. You don't know what happened after that. <laughs> it's very confused. Uh, and then there was a like a job that they had to go to. They got a call. They go to a job and the to establish the plumbers. Yeah, the, and then Scapelli, whatever, already beat them there. Who the fuck calls multiple plumbers to come? So whoever out? gets your first gets the job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of ass backwards society are we living in <laughs> where this company's like, oh, we have shit going on. We're going to call everybody. And who's here first wins it. I was only half paying attention. And I thought they overheard that Scapelli was called and they were trying to beat him there to get the job. But 
I wasn't really watching because I've seen it so many times. <laughs> they were they were called to it. I don't know. It was weird. I, mm-hmm. Like even if like that's the case, then that's really shitty for them to do. Like, hey, we'll get this done for you. You know what I'm saying? Um, Too struggling. And then uh, this, I didn't understand the. Oh, I'll explain it for you. Uh, <laughs> good. The dick site in New York City with the the dinosaur eggs or whatever or dinosaur bones or whatever the very like protected area and then you had this Scapinelli construction company trying to build something so I was like are is Scapinelli a like plumber or are they construction well they're construction so why would it matter if this construction company was there at this place why couldn't the plumbers do their job it's like this doesn't make any sense to me because a construction company they're going to contract out the plumbers anyways they're not going to do it themselves so i didn't understand that uh secondly what i didn't understand was if this is a protected uh you know, archaeological dig site, dig site yeah. mm-hmm. then why the fuck is he being a bully and making threats? Like he's I gonna- think he owned the site and he was digging. They found the bones and then it became protected. And he's like, I want to finish my building. I'm losing money here or something. So right. I, get, I get that. And he's more of the Trump idiot than the King Cooper yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But are you in charge here? Yeah good i'm charged somewhere else oh fuck you man like (laughs) (laughs) this is a protected area she's doing her job as fast as she can so you could do your job quit harassing her and then he makes a threat like he's gonna fucking like kneecap her i was like god damn (laughs) this dude um, is legit a little background scapelli is a based on supposedly Foreman Spike in the game Wrecking Crew, who hindered the Mario Bros. to rake in money for himself from the jobs using unethical standards for business as he does. So it's based on a the game Wrecking Crew. Mm-hmm. And Wrecking Crew is on my list of the top 10 obscure Mario games, and hopefully we'll get yeah. that episode going. Uh, going forward, I guess Luigi meets the girl and Daisy and asks her on a date. It was very weird because she he was trying to he was like checking phone for messages and she walks up and she's like standing there patiently. I mind you, patiently waiting for to use the phone, and then Luigi's like, fat, 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 fat. You want to use the phone? I'll stand here and watch you make the phone call. I was like, damn, dude, Luigi, back it off. Very, very creepy. Uh, I didn't Uh, like how they made Luigi a fucking idiot. Like, that pissed me off. Luigi's my favorite character in the Mario series. At this point in Mario history, Luigi is just a clone of Mario in the games. There's he has no personality. That's true. They haven't. There's no Luigi's Mansion yet or anything. Yeah. So like, well, was the the Mario Super Mario Super Show was that out during this time? That's a good question because they made Luigi the smart one and Mario was the dumb one in that television series. We should probably do an episode on that. We will talk about that in a future episode. Um, 
1989. But, uh, so it was out before that. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. No, this this was between Mar- uh, The Adventures of Super Mario 2 and 3. So between those. Yeah. And uh, I guess the creator or writer said it was largely based on Super Mario World. The plot of. Yep. They yep. took the plot from that game. Which yeah. makes sense because that takes place like That's Dino where, Land. Dino Land where Yoshi, yeah. Right. And years. the princess in that movie is Daisy, not Peach. Or in that game. In that is, game. Yeah, is is Daisy. So then Um So they go on a date or whatever, a double date with Mario's girlfriend. And they eat spaghetti, so that's how I knew they were Italian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shocker. But like <laughs> like Daniela looks super Italian, but she never really yelled at Mario like <laughs> like you would expect. Mario played by Bob Hoskins who is from England and John Luke Mazzamo plays Luigi who's from Colombia. <laughs> so the the two most Italian men you could think of in Hollywood at that time. Yeah, very 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 true. John Luke Mazzamo doesn't even grow a mustache for the role. Yeah, you, you're goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> did you wow. not realize you did not have a mustache this whole movie no I, I know I, I saw that but I, I I was like something's off <laughs> and I wasn't sure what it was now I do now I now I know it's off uh, then there was something very weird that happened after that date He this is very romantic he decides he's going to walk her home mm-hmm uh, but oh yeah, that was weird. They leave. The conversation they had. I, I don't remember the conversation, but they leave. And then... Like if you think this is uncomfortable, then oh, you yeah. don't have to do it. If you want to talk about it with someone, you can call me and talk about how uncomfortable it is. It's like what is that? What are you guys talking about? Why is this scene in the movie? <laughs> it's like they're. It just shows that they're both like really awkward about it. And, uh, yeah. Uh, which is fine, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but they split and up, Spike. and then Spike and Iggy, the introduction of those two characters, which I figure Spike is the, or yeah, Spike is the guy with the wand in the first Mario, right? The- Spike is actually a, the guy that spits big spiky balls mm-hmm. in the game. Oh, who's the, like a little green guy? That- who's the little turtle that has the yes. wand? Who's, um, oh, what's his name? He appeared Yoshi's story. Super Mario World. Two. That's like no, Lucky not like two, not lucky two. It's um, oh the little wizard shit. Yeah, what is his name? I gotta look it up. I googled wizard shit in Mario. <laughs> wizard shit Mario. It's a uh, Magic Koopa. Is a little wizard in 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 Mario, but God, I can't think of it. I don't. I don't want to say things down. They're called it's Magic Koopas, apparently. Or Kamek, is that it? Kamek, yes. Kamek, that's right. It's some of the games, yes. He's a Magic Koopa. That's his. Tide. His name is Kamek, and it's, yeah. And Iggy is one of Bowser's kids. Little, little, yeah. Oh, so Iggy's who I was thinking of. Mm -hmm. Yes. Iggy's the one that has the weird hair and the, uh, 
googly, the, the like, wand or whatever, eyes. the googly eyes, and he's like shooting shit at you. That's what I was thinking of. Iggy's the guy I was thinking of. I don't know why I thought Spike. So in I think Super Mario Three, the one where you have the raccoon tail is the one I I can remember where you jump on his head and he chases you yep. with a mm-hmm. wand. And, yeah. All right, so they then they go and they're like, oh, there she is, and she's like, we're real dumb. Yeah, they're like, there's the princess, and he's like, are you are you sure? He's like, yeah, dude, like she's the one that was in the site. She ran into these dudes. She went to dinner with them. This has to be her. She doesn't look she, like she her. She shapeshifted. She shapeshifted. <laughs> she changed who she was. All right, let's capture her. And then she disappeared. Well, you were wrong the last four times. I was like, oh, setting yeah. up that they were our yeah, right, missing women. <laughs> and then, and then it do, th- there's no scene that I remember that shows, oh shit, we got it wrong, so now we have to go capture the real one. No, it just cuts to them um, back there again saying, we gotta do this again, we were wrong again, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then they just happened to know where those two were because they walked by the dig site and they were like, we gotta check this out because we're on a date and we're gonna find a nice place to fuck under some, a building with dinosaur bones. But it happened to be flooding, and he's like, oh, no, look at the flooding. She's like, you're a plumber. Fucking fix it. And he's like, <laughs> I'm just an apprentice. And then he goes and gets Mario. Yeah. yeah. And he tightens a couple bolts, and that solves it. That's all plumbing is. <laughs> <laughs> I was Sarah was like, why didn't they just turn those big knobs? There's like these big knobs. Just turn those, and it'll turn the water off. <laughs> Maybe they just wanted to like fix it without turning the water off for the building. <laughs> uh, so then she gets taken back through the portal. They, well, Luigi jumps in. Uh, then Mario kind of like does a backflip in because he hesitates. Yeah. And I just wanted there to be a sound that was like clonk clonk clonk. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, he grabs going down the tube. He grabs the necklace. Like he he reaches out. Yeah, he, he like he like he like tick grabs his girlfriend. I guess uh, grabs the necklace. It's all trippy that the wall doesn't work right. And he's like, "Oh, I can do this." And he jumps through. It's like the paintings they jump through in uh, yes. Mario sixty four. Yeah. Uh, they get there. Then you got big titted Bertha. I don't even know like what she's supposed to represent. I don't. Know I her. can tell you. Good. Uh, Big Bertha is the giant mm-hmm. red fishes in yep. Super Mario World that kind of jump out of the water and follow uh, Mario. Yep, they're big, big spiky fish. Gotcha. Well, she's the little spikes on her. She bullies them, and she takes the necklace, and there's no like she throws that old lady over the railing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she like picks up this old lady and launches her. <laughs> I just noticed that th- they were like. Oh no, you can you can have it. Like I can I we can, we jumped through this wall after taking this necklace off of this girl, but the first person that accosts us, yeah, go ahead and take the necklace. I don't give a shit about it. <laughs> well, they, she steals it and then she uses the thwomp boots to like jump away. I know she's, like, she's got it, but they don't chase her or anything. Yeah, there's <laughs> no turn around and go the other direction. <laughs> yeah, they just like I'm good. It's I'm, just a necklace. We're here to save Daisy. Right. So they bring that, Daisy. That, uh, uh, they get the, or the Iggy and Spike get Daisy to the headquarters. Koopa. And Koopa. And Koopa's like, good, you have Daisy. Now, 
Where's the Where's stone? Where's the rock? And they're like, what rock? The fucking rock you're after, you fucking idiots. You were supposed to remember it. Yeah. <laughs> I told him. You're supposed to remind him. So you were supposed both to remind wrong. him to remember it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was It was like so interesting. And they don't even know what the hell is going on. They're like, this is like Brooklyn, but where is Brooklyn? <laughs> don't, re- don't remember. And they they just get arrested. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they just come out of nowhere because uh, Koopa puts out an APB on plumbers. Two plumbers. Yeah. Oh, they it's look like, like plumbers. <laughs> And somehow then they say alien plumbers like they look any different than the than people that are else. there. Yeah, right. Uh, but before, like before that, they actually run into Toad. And Toad, the only way that we know is Toad is he's got the his hair cut in circular fashions around his head, very similar to the like toadstool landscaping. That was done in some of the mushroom worlds that you see in Mario, where it's like a a ring of shrubbery and then like a stick and then a ring of shrubbery and it goes all the way up and his head looked like that. And he was playing some anti. Oh, and he says, "Hi, I'm Toad." Yeah, because there's nothing that signifies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I wrote a note in here that this movie was basically like, "Yeah, fuck you, Toad." <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, we don't know what to do with this character. Let's make him a country singer. Yeah, so he's singing songs about hating the game, the the Koomba. They arrest him. They arrest Toad. They basically was arresting Toad for the anti Koopa, and then they're like, "Oh, these guys are plumbers. Let's just fucking grab them." Yeah. And uh, then there's the jailbreak scene. Well. Koopa meets up with Mario and Luigi and yeah. says his name is Larry Lizard. Mm-hmm. Their lawyer. Larry right? is another one. Yeah, Larry is another one of the Koopa's Koopaling's names in the video game. Hmm. I didn't realize they did, had names. I looked it up. Oh. <laughs> okay. yeah, um, they're also like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know what this is. Which I don't know if that was intentional. <laughs> but you literally stole they, the fucking thing off her neck. Yeah, but they don't know he's. They're looking for Daisy. Like that, they don't know Koopa stole Daisy. They don't know how any of this is related. They're they're kind of dumb and confused by everything. So it's yeah. like, I don't know if they don't know or they're playing dumb. Yeah, that's true. But it seems like they don't know what they're talking. What he's talking about. It's like, then they escape. Some how do they trick him? Like they just like push him <laughs> and then they run out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just push him and then run out of jail. None of the doors are locked. Yeah, that's very interesting. But you have to remember, everyone there is dumb. Like all the Goombas are fucking dumb. <laughs> like that is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why does he make all of his minions dumb? He can make them smart because he makes Iggy and Spike smart, but right. he makes everybody else dumb so they just get like knocked over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It didn't didn't make sense to me. Uh, but they they kept making references to fungus. And it was funny yeah, because mushrooms, right? And it was the Mushroom Kingdom. There was a note when they said it was the Mushroom Kingdom that was, yeah. um, there. 
then they they stole the police car. That's a pretty cool scene. I like that. It was uh, car chasing with all the cars wrecking and blowing up. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, there's." Not, I don't remember any Mario game where there's a car chase, but uh, this yeah, is a uh, yeah. Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, he's like, they should have been shooting like green shells at each other. Yeah, <laughs> needed more turtles. They had zero turtles. Kind of made me sad. Except for a couple of the heads were like turtle heads of the Goombas. Yeah, some of the Goomba heads were different shaped. Yeah, that that was that scene was kind of freaky. Like when they turned Toad into a turtle. <laughs> Why did they put a harmonica on his neck? <laughs> they knew that he was musically inclined and they just wanted to separate him to to show, yeah, this is your friend. Fuck you, you know? Like fuck you, Toad. <laughs> we didn't like you. Like one of the other Goombas was like, oh hi, here's your harmonica back. He's like, <laughs> her? His oh. mouth definitely doesn't reach it because it's like a <laughs> tiny little head Far with away. the harmonica down here. Yeah, he doesn't play Every time it. he turns his back, you hear the joke. You can hear it when he's like walking, but only when his back is turned. <laughs> <laughs> you hear him walking away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his breath is just involuntarily going through the harmonica. <laughs> uh, so they go through to Koopa's desert and like get stuck in the fungus and that cars like dangling mm-hmm. after all the car chase scenes and then they're walking through the desert um that's the only reference to koopa desert in the whole movie yeah that is part of the game and at this point uh he makes spike and iggy smart again because they let him down i was like damn dude, for the like... 90th time why'd you wait so long <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> Lena, annoying as fuck. Let's get to that one. Lena is supposed to be another character, right? I don't know. There's no reference to her on this thing I'm looking at. Yeah. Uh, in She's the just... Super Mario Wiki, she is his assistant. Played by Fiona I thought she was going to turn out to be Daisy's mom or something from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So I guess the only reference to her is the Super Mario Bros. movie. I kind of figured it was one of those, you know, how Iggy was one of those, uh, the Koopa kids. and Yeah, she, there's a, she could be another one of the Koopa kids. There's a female one with a pink bow tie or pink bow yeah. in her hair. And I thought maybe, you know, when she got electrocuted near the end of the movie and I thought she died doing that, but she ended up with a streak in her hair. And I was like, oh, that must be like a, a reference to another Koom- like Koopa. Yeah, thing. you would think. The people that made the movie never saw or played the game. No, that's why they got Goombas and Turtles. Koopas <laughs> confused. Yes, I would have called them Koopas and not Goombas. Definitely right. And so this is the part where I stopped it and picked it up today. Uh, was that this part? You should just stop. Yeah. yeah well, I well then I picked it back up. Wouldn't have had this conversation. Uh, they. <laughs> The smart but still dumb Iggy and uh, Spike end up in the desert. They get stuck in quicksand, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're looking for Mario Bros. And the Mario captures them, and they have little dinosaurs, like, chewing at their shirts and shit. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, bros, like, we'll let you out of there. Or we can let these little itty-mini dinosaur lizard things eat you, which is not like a red flag or anything. Or it gets eaten by the little guys. Yeah, it's like... 
cool cannibalistic little dinosaur lizard things. Mm-hmm. Um, they convince him, hey, we'll give you the stone if you help us get Daisy, right? Is that like the whole transaction there? And they're like, well, we don't really like Koopa anyway because he's mean to us. So we'll we'll help you, Mario. Right. And I thought at that scene that they were like, yeah, we're just going to double cross you. We'll make it seem like, yeah, we cool. That's what I thought. Too. And then later in the film, like King Koopa's like, no, they fucking try to get me. We're going to kill them. I was like, whoa, dude, they <laughs> were getting you the stone. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. What do they need the stone for? Yeah. Uh, to take over, I guess. I don't know. The same, like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Well, I don't think they, they knew that. They probably don't know that. He knows Because the other lady tried to use it. Yeah. But I was like, even if they did give the stone and get it open or whatever, you still are in control. You still can do your shit. Like, it doesn't matter who opens the door. It's, right. It's still going to merge the two universes. Yeah. But re- then you can go do your own thing. Yeah. Which like the did. person that merges is in charge. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> the other uh, Daisy does it, or well, Daisy tries to undo it, and it still happens. Right, and, and he, he still does his thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like all right, so <laughs> it didn't matter. It did not matter who opened the fucking gateway because no. the was going to take charge. Yeah, Lena opened the gateway. She died doing it, but she opened the gateway. It's mm-hmm. open. And I didn't realize meteors had that kind of power. I mean, and they created this alternate dimension and it can merge the two back together. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Um, so cut to let's skip forward. They're to... in the club. Oh, man. That club scene is probably the best scene in the movie. Yeah, so they they find out that big Bur- who Big Bertha is. Like Iggy and Spike know who she is. They're like, oh no, she's so and so at this club, and so they find like the most eighties wardrobe. They probably borrowed it yep. from Night at the Roxbury. Zoot suits. <laughs> yeah. But and some reason she's in red and Mario's in yellow. Yeah. Why not put Mario in red and Luigi in a green one? Yeah, he was in like what? Yeah, he's like a (laughs) yellow like uh, jacket from Saved by the Bell's diner, like something (laughs) that the (laughs) that server guy would be wearing. Like, yeah, dude, this is my eighties seventies jacket, bruh. (laughs) Uh, But fashion, nineties kids, that's your fashion. Yep, Mario seduces Big Bertha. Yeah, punch me, punch me right in the mouth. I like the way it feels. Punch me again. <laughs> oh, fucking fist me right in the mouth. <laughs> she finds out that he stole the necklace and then helps them escape anyway. Well, it was theirs in the first place, right? I feel like she's just True. like, you know what? Props to you for conning me. I just think she was seduced by Mario and she's like oh, in love with him now. Yeah. <laughs> Except for we don't really see her again after that. She shows him where the boots are, and then the she's like, "Oh, put the cartridge in the boots, and then you can use them." And the Click cartridge your is your heels. Yeah, is it's a little bullet bill that they put in to make the shoes jumpy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
click your heels and they should have ended up back in Manhattan. Click your heels three times. Yeah. <laughs> the, the red ones, the red ones take you home. Yeah. <laughs> and Mario doesn't wear red in the movie yet. Yeah. So they, <laughs> they break into the building because, you know, the, it, one of the twin towers, I think. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, That's how are we going to, how are we going to get through all this? Well, we're going to freeze them out. And so he goes to touch the pipes to freeze them out, and he burns his hand. And he's like, always respect your tools. <laughs> Wrap your tools. Yes. Don't be a fool. But that didn't really play a pivotal role at all in the movie that they yeah, froze. never affected anything, except I, for the women were cold. <laughs> yeah, and it made a nice There's little slip and slide. Yeah. <laughs> in the decks, the... the, the uh, AC ducks that are big enough to hold like four Goombas. <laughs> yeah, that was huge. And this is where, this is hour and six minutes in is when they're leaving these tubes and they're like, guys, we're like, we need a disguise because we are, you know, they know who we are. And so they go and break Let's into dress a up locker like and they dress up like plumbers. The A, the people <laughs> that they're looking for and B, the brightest fucking colors that they can find, red and green. Let's not yeah. be inconspicuous by being inconspicuous. What they want, what they're looking for, and brighter. But that's the first time you see. And the, those, the red and I green. want. I do want to dress up as that for Halloween or something. I like those yeah. costumes. Yeah, the backwards the, cap. Like, and, yeah, the, yeah, the the backwards cap, and then the patty cap. He had a red patty cap. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then there's like two different storylines really going on. She escapes from Lena's assassination attempt because Yoshi, and then Yoshi gets stabbed. And I was like, oh, Yoshi's dead. And then Yoshi's the not most dead. depressing thing ever in a kids movie. Let's stab Yoshi in the back. <laughs> yeah, that was awful. The most beloved kids character. Let's just stab him. Let's kill Yoshi in this right. movie. <laughs> um, I also marked down. At an hour, 10 minutes, the music finally stopped. <laughs> I mean, we get darker. Had to, had to change tone since they changed outfits. Yeah, but it, it was it was right. The, the Lena assassination theme song is when this happened. Is when the... Just stopped and there was dead silence. And she was just talking to Yoshi and Lena comes in there. It was absolute silence. I was like, there, he wrote one fucking song, right? Let's... Put in the put in the somber song for this one. Okay, got you. I don't hear anything. <laughs> he didn't write. I'll play he, it backwards. He didn't play. A, he didn't write a somber one. Oh, we got nothing. <laughs> when they put the costumes on, it should have been like the one up song sound or something played or something like the mushroom sound. Right. Yeah. When they collect, it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the you know like went from a child to an actual Mario. Whop, whop, yeah. Whop. Uh, this elevator scene was interesting too. I was like, "Are they that dense that they didn't see these people in the elevator?" Like, he or feel them touching their backs, yeah. making them dance. <laughs> but I, that that scene did make me laugh out loud, even <laughs> though I've seen it many times. I don't know why. Like when the doors open and the guys, the other Goombas, like, <laughs> I I laughed out loud. And they all like stop dancing and like walk out. 
<laughs> but they learned how to dance and the dancing from there because there's a couple of other parts in the movie they were like, yeah, they're dancing. Um, <laughs> they escape through the top of the elevator and then they get... St- he jumps off the ledge and he's like, I'm flying! And he's got always his pants are hooked. It's like, Mario, don't jump. I'm hooked. He tells, he's sitting there telling him for five minutes to jump. Hey, jump. Hey, jump. Hey, jump. Oh, wait a minute. Don't jump. I'm jumping. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he like <laughs> steps back and gets a running start. And he's like, don't do it. And he still does it anyway. <laughs> then the fungus catches him and he bounces a bunch of times. Yeah. And then like the eighth time he bounces he catches him he's like i should be in baseball i'm a good catcher it's like he he bounced up to you like four times before you caught him how are you good (laughs) he's like i would give you a high five but then you'd be an only child no that's not correct because the fungus was saving you (laughs) uh and then uh they get help spike and iggy help daisy escape kind of uh toad is lit on fire back to my fuck toad comment Uh, Daisy's help from the game, and and then yeah, and then they bump into each other, and she's like, "Oh, Danielle is here," and Mario's like, "Oh shit, really? Can we just like, <laughs> can we leave?" And she's like, "No, save him." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there's that scene where he's like helping them break out. Yeah, and I, he's like, "Don't say anything. I'll help you guys escape." And then the other girl's like, "Oh, it's Mario." <laughs> even though she's never met Mario before she doesn't know who Mario is <laughs> and then she ruined the plan what happened right there in that scene uh, what happened how did how did Luigi and Daisy get caught cause they're but, like go this way save them and then we'll figure something out is watching Cooper has his own camera and he's watching them in that room, so he knows where they are. Okay, because like they use the zappers to as like to control things on their computer screens for some reason. <laughs> they, don't, they don't have mice; they use zappers to click on things. Yes, it was so odd. Like they like the next season, they just ended up in handcuffs, and then they end up on the street where the. Uh, the the mattress came out out of the thing and they landed on each other and they're like oh hey perfect timing <laughs> uh koopa is equivalent to a dog he's like ooh string ooh string i want that string <laughs> oh yeah oh and the 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 like trash guys that are like always at the in the trash trucks yeah those guys look like spy guys cuz they got like the masks on and you only see their eyes yeah, I was actually thinking mm-hmm. that they were supposed to be like Koopa Troopers. They look like little turtle heads with those glasses on, but I guess Shy Guy would make more sense. But I think they established that the Koopas are the Goombas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, there's a line in here I wrote in my document I totally forgot to say. I wrote, LOL, her dad is fungus. <laughs> <laughs> her dad is the Mushroom King. Yeah, it was awkward. Then big fight scene with the flamethrower that worked like 30% of the time. Uh, the- Which is cool because Bowser shoots fire. Yeah. Usually out of his mouth. But- yep. He I was mean, he was in, fire. Uh, he was in a, uh, a bucket 
that he was fighting from from all angles, suspended in air like it's Bowser Jr. Instead of the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From Super Mario World, that's what Bowser is using. And then subsequently, Bowser Jr. takes it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, everyone has, like, this serious fear of bomb bombs. I like that. That the, it, It's like this little thing, but everybody's like, Papa! Papa! <laughs> 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 uh so yeah, they're fighting you oh you made a big mistake yeah he did okay cool and then there's like that fight scene where like your flamethrower works 30 percent of the time <laughs> uh it only does when mario's in front of it <laughs> right uh luigi and lena find the the meteorite with lena lena dies uh the portals open so they escort the girls out and then Luigi has the one liner that's like, oh, that's how you make a big impression because she like yeah. makes it. <laughs> she makes it becomes impression. part of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start merging. And the first thing that gets taken out in the merge. The fucking Twin Towers. <laughs> I know. Oh. They start fading away. It's like, oh. You could you could take a screenshot of that and be like, as it's fading away, you can be like nine eleven forever. <laughs> I was like, oh no, <laughs> New York Twin Towers were melted. The chi- and then the Koopa's got the DE valve gone, mm-hmm. which is a super so super scope super from scope. the Super Nintendo. Yes, yep. thought you were gonna say a super soaker there for a while. I'm like, what? I almost said that, but I didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah, super scope. Um turns Scapinelli into a monkey and then he keeps calling people monkeys which is very racist <laughs> and then they he pulls out the rock using a plumber's tool I kind of missed the end of this I stopped paying attention I started <laughs> writing things down right yeah so he pulls the little shard out everything gets back to normal and then Koopa is killed the bomb bomb blows up and he flies all the way back into the bucket where he was shooting flames out of. And then he dies. Then it turns into like Bowser. Like, th- doesn't it like start morphing at that point? Oh, yeah. They, they keep, the, the, mm-hmm. No, it's at that point. They shoot him with the de-evolution gun and he keeps turning to different styles of dragons. Different. It starts to look more like Bowser at one point. Yeah. And then he dies? I don't know. I don't. I'd... So how is the set up a sequel? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he'll come back. Yeah, they were planning on it if they were going to make a second one. Oh, I've got I've got a pitch for the sequel. Yeah, that would have made everything better. <laughs> and the last note that I have to this movie is Daisy has seen some shit. <laughs> she comes back and she she knocks on the door and she's like. Guys, 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 I need you. Let's go. And the first thing they do is grab their little plumber's belt. I'm like, God damn it. Like That's what In she In the game, Mario's not grabbing his plumber's belt every time. Yeah. He's never used a wrench or a uh, plunger at any point. Right. Luigi has used a plunger in yes. the, the, the uh, Luigi games. Right. Uh, such a good movie. Oh, did you stay for the post credit scene? Yes, I did. <laughs> of course I did. I've seen Marvel First films. I've seen that. 
first time I've seen that because I've never said that long. Yeah, I was I was like, I, I didn't know there was one. There is one. <laughs> yeah, it is. Do we want to spoil it for him? It might as well. I don't think he's going to go, go back watch and watch it. it. No, I, I see it on the document, so I've already read it. <laughs> so the two Japanese yeah. guys come um, and propose making a video game based on Iggy and Spike now trapped on Earth. Who decide that the title should be the Super Cooper Super Koopa Cousin? Yeah. <laughs> so where's that video game? It's it's Super Mario. I know, but Super. That's I uh, know. <laughs> it's close enough. But I want that video game now. If the movie was good, maybe they would have. Like if it was a big hit and not a big box office bomb. Yeah. So that's that's my take on the movie. <laughs> Do we miss anything? You loved it. You <laughs> loved it? No, I hated it. It was fucking awful. <laughs> how many caps? Wait, how many mushrooms would you get it? Probably like one, five. Probably one and a half. <laughs> one and a half. <laughs> that, that might be too many. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I wrote down the cast. Uh, we just really quick go over this. Uh, I also wrote down like what they're in, so we have an idea. Uh, you missed his famous role though. Oh, we'll Who get framed that. Roger Rabbit? Oh, Bob Haskins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I thought that was it's obvious. <laughs> Bob Haskins, Mario Mario. He was Muir in Snow White and the Huntsman, Mr. Fizzywig in The Christmas Carol, Odin in The Son of Mask. He was Who Framed Roger Rabbit. These are the films I know him from. I didn't look these up, so I didn't I didn't realize that he was in Who Framed Roger Rabbit because I didn't see it. It's a great mm-hmm. movie. Way better than this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh John Luguizamo is Luigi Mario. He was uh, Aurelio in John Wick. He was Sid in Ice Age. He was Tybalt in Romeo and Juliet, the Leonardo DiCaprio version. He was the pest in The Pest. He was a, I don't remember his name, but he was a buddy of John Favreau in The sh- uh, the Chef or the. Yes. Chef. Chef, that's the name of it. I wasn't sure if it was Chef, chef or if it was. Food truck. <laughs> uh, but then we have uh, Dennis Hopper as Koopa, Samantha Mathis as Daisy, Fisher Stevens as Ziggy, Richard Edson as Spike, Fiona Shaw as Lena, Mojo Nixon as Toad, Dana or yeah, Dana Kaminsky as Daniela, and then Francisca Roberts as Big Bertha, and then just a bunch of other names that I don't know who they are, other than the <laughs> Dan. Uh, Castellanta as the narrator. I don't know who that is. Lance Henriksen. That was the king that nobody cared about. He he has one line in this movie, but he's a very famous actor. He was in Aliens, The Terminator, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm. It's so weird that he only has one line. It's like, yeah, it's like you pay him all that money to come in and say one line. I'm like, <laughs> he must he must have owed somebody a favor, <laughs> right? Uh, I wrote down a bunch of like uh, responses to this movie, but I think I'm just gonna skip all of that because we're running at like 137 minutes, or sorry, one hour. And I still got to do my pitch for the sequel, and it's gonna take at least an hour to do that. Good, perfect. Uh, so I'm going to say right here that in an interview in 2017, Hoskins spoke critically of this from my brother saying it was the worst thing he's ever done and the experience was a nightmare. 
Lugazamo said he prepared a video message for the film's 20th anniversary in 2013 saying, I'm glad that people appreciate the movie and that it was the first uh, and nobody's ever done it before and that he's very proud of the movie in retrospect. (laughs) Lies. (laughs) You already kind of mentioned that there was a comic that some fans made or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That kind of was a sequel to this. That's I read that and I was like, I could do a better sequel. I didn't actually read the comic. I just read kind of the plot of that. Yeah. Well, I'm ready for your sequel pitch. Here we go. After his defeat, Koopa has been exiled to the desert where he discovers a hidden land, sort of like Wakanda. It's called the Mushroom Kingdom, but it's like you can't see it. Like Wakanda, it kind of blends in with the desert. Mm. Here, the Mushroom King has hidden his other daughter named Peach, who has just returned from Yoshi's Island. Koopa, now going by the name Bowser because he's kind of been exiled and morphed. The name Koopa's embarrassing. Yeah, Yeah, and now he looks like Bowser. (laughs) Builds a castle surrounded by lava and hatches a plan to kidnap Peach to get back at the king, uh, the Mushroom King. He sends his Goombas and his Koopa Troopa minions to the Mushroom Kingdom, um, which have evolved to look more like the actual ones in the game. Toad has befriended some of them from his time as a Goomba, and he has also evolved to look like the Mushroom Toad that you recognize from the game. Uh, Mario and Luigi must return to the Dinoverse to, in order to help Daisy rescue Princess Peach. In a post credit scene, we cut to the jungle where Scapelli, the mobster guy that was turned into the ape at the end of part one, he has now started to groan. He shedded his suit and he's wearing a, just a red tie. Yeah. He's working on plans or blueprints to take over New York. And he states, I will call it New Donk City. Yeah. Zoom out. So a sign in the jungle that says Donkey Kong Country. Love it. Which sets up this third movie oh, I also have a, a third <laughs> movie okay. I was keep expe- this shit going uh, oh shit uh, trilogy it, yep I just got so excited after I started writing that oh <laughs> nope I've got another movie in my brain let's do this uh, in the third movie uh, Donkey Kong returns to New York kidnaps Mario's girlfriend Daniela for part one um, who is inspired by Mario's heroics and becomes the mayor she's now going by her middle name Pauline Pauline now, uh, now Mario must climb girders and jump over barrels to rescue Pauline from DK's grasp, and re- who is rebuilding New York in his image. He is actually, this is Donkey Kong's actually being mind controlled by Bowser and eventually be- breaking free from the the mind control. He teams up with Mario to defeat Bowser. To honor DK, they change the name of New York City to New New Donk City, and in another post credit scenes. DK returns to Donkey Kong Country where he discovers K. Rule has made himself king. So now he's King K. Rule in his absence, setting up the Super Mar- uh, the SMW, which is the Super Mario World, much like the MCU. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the next movie in the franchise would be the Donkey Kong Country movie. Right. And then... <laughs> Uh, they'd be followed up by a mirror universe movie where we meet Wario and Waluigi. Then there's a prequel movie that's called Yoshi's Island where we uh, see Yoshi carrying baby Mario and Luigi, much like that game. 
Mm-hmm. Um, then eventually, after all these movies are such big hits because I did such a great job writing <laughs> them, there's, a, there's an adventure style team up movie where they come together and it's called Mario Party. Yes. <laughs> and then find later that's called Mar- Mario where they play sports or drive carts or something. Yeah. And uh, in this universe now, whoa, 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 uh, video whoa, game hold movies. on, hold on, hold on. So what if, what if it's like a days of thunder style of movie, but with like go-karts? Yes. That's okay. what I was imagining. Something like that. Perfect. Um, and then in the world where all these movies were actually got made, video game movies have become mainstream, like comic book movies. So now like the legend of Zelda movie exists. The, um, Kirby movie exists, and then they all cross over in an epic uh, Avengers Endgame style movie called uh, Super Smash Bros. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My life is complete. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. It needs to happen. Uh, now I have to re- write all of these. Yeah, you do. Get on it. <laughs> it's got to be better than that shit movie. So. <laughs> I think my outline was better. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it was. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Hopefully you stayed through listening to this whole episode so you heard that. We might have the saving grace. Clip that part out. <laughs> <laughs> Make that a part two episode where we just discuss my movie. Just release it free. Here, listen to this episode. Get this part, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Uh, great end to a shit movie. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been such a good franchise if they would have just took my ideas. Right. Yeah. yeah. Should have asked you. I don't know. There's just so yeah. many plot holes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why I was trying to keep it in the same world, but also make it fit with the games more yep. and like just build off of what they created. Right. Got to fix what they did and then get it to where it should be. I think that's uh, it for this week, right? Yep. I mean, what do you do now? <laughs> yeah. Don't watch this shit movie. Yeah. <laughs> I give it a one, two, five on the mushroom scale. Do not watch. <laughs> what do you give Super Mario 2, the movie that I made up? Uh, I give it at least a three. <laughs> uh, I didn't see it in production first. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of things look good on paper. I give communism yeah. uh, like a four on paper, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> just well, I'll, I'll give it a better rating once I see it in action, you know? Fair. Yeah. Alrighty, well I think that's it. Uh, we just went from yeah. Mario to awesome back to communism, so we should <laughs> Probably wrap this full up. circle. Yeah. That's the way of the world. Yeah, right. So. All right. So until next time, drink up. Drink up and, and, and geek, geek out. out. Geek out. And, and Pale, where's that clip? <laughs> hey, guys, it's Pale. Oh, I don't have it up anymore. Oh, no. Crap. Whatever. Moving on. Do, 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 do. I had to close it because it kept playing. <laughs> Pale won't leave us alone. <laughs>